0: Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf, and welcome to my podcast. Each week I focus on topics related to mental health and discuss ways to help you deal with issues like anxiety, depression, shame, guilt, PTSD and more. I've spent the last 30 years researching the mind-brain connection and mental health. I worked with patients who suffered from traumatic brain injuries struggled with anxiety, battled with learning issues and often worked with families to resolve major relationship and communication problems. In this podcast, you will hear the advice I gave to my patients and the techniques I developed and used to help them find healing. My goal is to give you simple, effective and practical tips and tools to help you take back control over your mental, emotional and physical health. Before I begin today's discussion, I want to take a moment to thank everyone who has supported this podcast either by leaving a review, spreading the word sharing episodes with friends and family, and posting about this podcast on social media. I love reading your reviews and learning how I can make this podcast even more helpful. Like this review from a listener. Dr. Leaf is full of knowledge and humility, which is a rare combo to find. She's always explaining thoughts, mindsets, health in a simple way and then explaining how we are capable of changing anything in our brain. It is important for us to all be aware of the power of thoughts and how the brain works. Thank you so much. Now back to today's podcast. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about four mental strategies to turn your worst day or week around. Okay, first strategy. Spend some time, decent amount of time. Reflecting on and thinking about past times when you have overcome worse situations, or just as bad situations, or bad days, bad weeks, and how you dealt with it, and how you got through it, and how you felt when you were through it. Now, don't just think about them. Write them down as well. Write down these little. Choose one or few, and write it down as a narrative, as a story, as though you're going to tell this to someone. And then, when you've written it as a story all the adjectives and descriptions and your emotions and this terrible thing was happening and was going to happen and you were dreading it and this is what happened and how you got through it and how you felt. As soon as you've written it down, read it back to yourself. Read it back with animation and expression. Now, as you're doing that, be very self-regulated. You've heard me say this word so often. You need to be very self-regulated all the time. What are you thinking, feeling, and choosing in the moment? What are your bodily reactions? What are your facial expressions? So take note of all of this as you're reading it back. Be very aware of how you are thinking and feeling and choosing in the moment as you're reading that narrative. Look at your body language and how you're feeling and the the state of sort of relaxation as you feel like you've achieved something. All of this together is going to shift your mindset and change the way your brain is functioning. Because before doing this, before starting this first strategy, you were dreading what was coming up. Dreading means that you are expecting something bad. Dreading means that you've imagined in your head that there's this whole awful scenario about to play itself out. You've built a whole video in your head of exactly what's going to happen and how terrible it is. But you don't even know what's going to happen. You can't predict the future, as you know, but you can control how you are functioning now. And you can change your mindset now. When you have a toxic expectation, you wire that toxicity in your brain. By creating those scenarios in your mind, you have built them physically as a structure in your brain. So you've just created them as a reality. So if you don't change it, that is pretty much what's going to happen. And it's the mindset that you go into the week and it's going to be very unpleasant. But by doing what I've just described, you change that. You change your brain function. You actually don't build a toxic thought. You build a healthy thought. You improve your, the amount of neurotransmitters that are flowing through your brain. You increase serotonin and dopamine. You increase your blood, blood, blood flow to your brain. All kinds of amazing physiological and neurophysiological responses will happen. Next thing you do is once you're in this good state of mind, once you've got these good chemicals flowing and you've got this cognitive fluency which means and flexibility, which means you can think more clearly and more creatively. Now you do, in this state of mind, you do a mental autopsy. So you start pulling apart and looking for the reasons why you are dreading the upcoming week. Ask yourself, why is it so bad? Keep asking yourself the why questions. The why questions very often lead into the who, what, when, where and why. But you ask yourself why and you answer. And then you ask why to that answer. And you go give another answer. And you ask another why to that answer until you find yourself saying the same thing over and over. Don't lie to yourself. Don't deny yourself this opportunity to really explore through these issues, finding the cause of why you're dreading the week. Remember, anticipating the worst moment will literally create the worst moment. So by doing a mental autopsy, You're taking those worst moments that you think are going to happen and you're finding the underlying cause and you can shift it. You can start changing that around. Before we continue, I want to take a quick break and tell you about and invite you to my 2019 Mental Health Summit in Dallas, Texas, December 6th and 7th. In this conference, you'll learn scientifically researched mental self-care techniques to help you overcome mental ill health, help others, and help your community. You will not only gain more knowledge about the current problems in mental health care, but also about real long-term sustainable solutions and how to apply these solutions in your own life and in your community. In this summit, you will learn how to overcome mental health issues like anxiety and depression, learn how to help children and teens, learn correct nutrition and exercise to boost your mental health, learn how to identify and define your unique identity based on neuroscientific research, learn how to improve memory, learn how to help family members and loved ones who struggle with mental ill health, learn how to avoid burnout and manage stress, Learn how to deal with disappointment. Learn how to overcome intrusive and chaotic thinking. And so much more. For more information and to register, go to drleafconference.com. One last thing before we get back to this week's podcast. I want to give a big thank you to everyone who has donated so far to my research project fundraiser. So far, we have raised over 41,000 out of our 120,000 goal. 100% of these funds are going directly to this project. And so far, we have used what we have raised to pay lab technicians, research design, pre test statistical analysis, and more. The results from this research project and clinical trials will help us make mental health care more accessible, affordable, and applicable for people all around the world. Please keep sharing the word about this project with friends and family. For more information on this project and to donate, visit drleafresearch.com. Now back to today's podcast. Third strategy, action. Now you need to reconceptualize. First strategy, you got yourself in the correct mindset. Second strategy, you started working out why you're dreading the week. Third step, you're now going to reconceptualize, redesign how you want the week to look or how you're going to have your mindset, um, the state of your mind. What kind of pattern do you want to build into your brain to help carry you through the week to activate your resilience? Maybe you need to talk to someone to help you work this out. Maybe you can work it out yourself. But building into that action, you could build some fun things like do something that you love for a few hours. So say, okay, well, it's going to be a tough week. I'm going to have the right mindset, but I'm going to reward myself every time when I come home, every day when I come home from work this week, I'm going to do X or three times this week, I'm going to do X or I'm definitely going to fit in a movie with my best friends this week. Or I'm definitely going to cook that great new real food or get real organic food meal that you've been wanting to cook for a while. Or you're going to definitely build in like some little mini rewards during the day as well to get you through the day. So if it's a whole week that's coming up, that's hectic building little mini rewards during the week. Maybe it will just be during the course of the day that you love to go to a little special place for lunch or that you're going to take a, you may not have much time for breaks, but in those breaks, you're definitely going to read your favorite book that you're busy reading. So you're going to take 20 minutes and go read your book in the sun. Set up a date night, set up a girl's night. Think of something fun. I was talking to my daughter yesterday and we've had a very, very busy sort of 10 days now doing a lot of productions and pre-productions and kind of 15 hour days. And we've been very good about taking our rest. And some of the days, one of the days we didn't, and we really felt tired and we managed to rectify that the next day. But Dom mentioned something to me, my daughter, and it really struck me. And she just said, oh, I get so excited about all these podcasts I can listen to and all these books I can read and all these articles I can read and all this knowledge. It's just so exciting. And then it struck me how beautiful is that she is using her little breaks in between work to read something that she loves to, she just loves information and something that she's fascinated with different fields of interest that she has. And she was so excited to be able to go and get more knowledge that that built her resilience and enabled her to cope with an incredibly busy work week. So there's just an example. Fourth strategy, focus on the now moments. Sometimes we are so consumed by what went wrong in, in the past and what could go wrong in the future when we can't even predict the future. We can, be, to a certain extent, we can predict based on a level of knowledge, but you're going to be between 30 to 50% wrong in your predictions of the future. And also, if you're focusing on the negativity of the past, then you're letting the past control your present and your future. If bad things happen in the past, That's why you need to detox your brain and get those under control and apply the strategies I'm teaching. In fact, get my Switch app. That will really help you manage those toxic issues. But don't focus on those. Don't let the past control your future. You control how you want the past to influence your future. You can reconceptualize and redesign that. And a great strategy to help you with upcoming weeks that are potentially challenging is to really focus on the now moment. How do you feel now? What have you achieved now? How are you feeling at this moment? What are you doing right now? How can you make this moment filled with quality as opposed to just this getting through? Are you going to thrive in this moment or are you just going to survive in this moment? Don't let the dread of the past and the future steal the joy of the now moment. I remember watching a politician saying that people are so busy twittering the the moment that they're forgetting to enjoy the moment. Very, very good point. Are you so busy trying to, to analyze that moment in a negative way or capture it through a Twitter or an Instagram photo or through putting this negative worry about the past and the future that you forget all about enjoying the actual moment? So just to recap the main points. Step one reflect on the past, grab that past incident where you were successful, write that down as a narrative, read it, and focus heavily on how you are thinking, feeling, choosing, and your bodily reactions as you went through that very positive situation. That'll shift your mindset, shift your brain function, and in that state of mind, you could go to the next strategy, which is do your mental autopsy, which is Ask yourself why you are dreading the upcoming day or week or situation and ask lots of why questions, why answer, why answer, why answer until you get to the real cause. Then step three, take that real cause and reconceptualize it, redesign it, look at it from another angle. Talk to someone if you need to, if you can, write that down. And then another part of the action step is build something fun into the week into the day to help you have a nice anticipation and a little reward for what's coming up. Strategy four, remember, enjoy the now moment. Make the now moment count. Don't, be, don't lose the now moment because you're dreading the past and the future. Remember, this won't last forever. And once you are through the week, reward yourself at the end. And let the anticipation of the reward help you enjoy the process of the week. So think of something that you just absolutely love, and that's what you're going to do. Allow yourself to do. Maybe it's a movie you've been wanting to see. Maybe it's that date night you've been planning. Something really special that means a lot to you. Maybe you want to just take the day, lie in bed, and read or watch movies all day. Whatever it is, make that reward valuable, and plan it in your mind. Write it down. Plan the day, the moment, and say, as I get through this week, I am going to do that. And the anticipation of that reward is going to really carry you through the week. If you are interested in learning more about how you can improve your mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Be sure to leave me a review and tune in next week. Till then... I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf.